Welcome back. It's another episode of Mashups. I'm your producer and host, Tal Kelly. I'm so glad you're tuning in again. And in this episode, you get to meet two podcasts that are passionate about our kids' future. Let's mash them up. Mashups, mashups, it's time for mashups, yeah. Mashups, mashups, it's kids listen mashups, yeah. Hi, this is Amy Chan, the creator of Kids Pod, a podcast where kids get to ask adults the questions they really want to know. Nothing is too rude to ask. I wanted to introduce you to Jack today. Jack lives in the UK and he has his own podcast called Jack to the Future. Also, he's only seven years old. How brilliant is that? Jack to the Future is a bit like Kids Pod in the sense that it's a kids interviewing adults podcast on the topics that the adults specialize in. But what makes Jack to the Future different to Kids Pod is his podcast is more of a deep dive. So that means the episodes are much longer than Kids Pod episodes, so you get much more information on just one topic. As you can tell by the name of his podcast, Jack is a clever, curious, and inquisitive child. His podcasts focus on what the everyday experiences we have now might look like in the future. Some episodes include the future of schools, the future of forests, and the future of music. Jack to the Future combines an interview with one or more adults, and then some thoughts from some of Jack's peers and friends about what they imagine the future might be like too. There are also competitions and other fun ways you can interact with Jack. But what I like the best about this podcast is how Jack's young mind is able to really predict how technology will be used in the future. For instance, in the Future of Theatre episode, Jack imagines that when you go to see a show, your seat will be equipped with the kind of technology that can send an auto message to your phone to remind you to turn it off so you don't disturb the rest of the audience. And in the Future of Art episode, he talks about how technology might impact the way we own art pieces that we hang on the wall at home. Maybe we will be looking at our art on a TV and not on a canvas. Here's a clip from the Future of Art episode. I was particularly impressed by Jack's really insightful observations about how the environmental impact of mining for oil might affect the cost of producing oil paints for artists in the future. Make sure you subscribe to the Jack to the Future and Kids Pod podcasts so the episodes will drop straight into your phone or tablet. And if you give us both a five-star rating and leave a review, it will help other families to find us too. Happy listening! I make things out of scrap all the time. I just have an idea. I just get a bits and bobs, put them together, and then kablamo. Wow. And you're old enough. You can come and do an installation with me and see what it's like. What's installation? You know when you go into a shop and in the shop you can see there's a really funky display? Mm-hmm. That's installations. Yeah. Do you think art will look like in the future? What sort of themes do you think will be popular? There's lots of things going on at the moment with this NFT, which is basically art sold as a Bitcoin. I don't really know how you describe it, but it's digital art. So you own the piece of art in a digital way. And that's really, that is how it's going to go, I think. We're all going to own art in that way. So, you know, you might own a piece of art and you might show it on your TV screen because that's the only way that you can show it because you own it digitally do you understand yeah because i don't <laughs> yeah, um bitcoin dad tells me about a lot 
theme wise, I think we're going to see a lot about our environment. Yeah. And yeah. I think also right now it's what's really poignant is people thinking inwardly. So thinking about themselves and their mental health. Is... Yeah. Um, on the other Brothership studio, I saw Kerry. He used oil based paints and yeah. it was future because we oil is it's finite, so it's not good for the environment. And in the future they might just be like, No, nope, oil based paints are only for like millionaires and then Kerry said oil based paints like is a style that makes painting look three D but he said if you use water based paints it doesn't look his sort of style, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean, but I think they are developing products all the time. So there's already some companies that use non-toxic oil-free paints. So it's probably just that at the moment they're quite expensive to use. So as they evolve and as they become more popular... Hi, this is Jack from Jack of the Future, and I'd like to introduce you to my friend Amy from KidsPod. KidsPod is a really fun podcast where the children ask the questions. They ask questions of grown-ups in all different sorts of jobs and with different life experiences. Listen out particularly for seven-year-old Ted. He's one of my favourites. Now for my KidsPod, seven amazing acrostic reasons to listen. This is where I give you a reason for each letter in the word KidsPod that you don't want to miss. K-I-D-S-P-O-D. Ready? K is for... Kids, of course. A, a podcast for kids of any age, by kids of all ages. And, uh, well, yeah, and adults. Sheesh, that was a bit of a tongue twister. I. It's for interesting, inquisitive minds. If you like to ask questions, this podcast is for you. D. It's for discover something new. You may find out about a new job you didn't even know existed, and you may want to do that job when you grow up. Or... Hear about something the guest has experienced, like being in prison or having a name that no one knows how to spell or pronounce. S is for simple and short. The grown-ups explain tricky things in a way that's really easy to understand. P is for posing questions that only children will think of, which can be really funny, but also exactly what you might have been thinking as a listener. For example, in the episode where they interview a hot dog eating competition champion. What? Yes, cool job, right? They ask, do you go to the toilet more often than other people? <laughs> Classic. <laughs> oh, it's for original. It's one of a kind. <laughs> it's for design your own question. Anyone can contribute by sending in a question. What will you ask? This clip is from the episode with Charlie Knight, who is a wheelchair user. I really enjoyed this episode because it was really interesting to hear from somebody who actually used a wheelchair. And it made me think about things that I hadn't before. For example, when she goes out for the day with her family and there aren't ramps for her wheelchair to help her have access to the place she's visiting. That must be so frustrating and disappointing. Listening to somebody's experiences really helps you understand what it is like to be them. And I hope people take notice of what she's saying. There's some great questions from the children in this episode. Some are quite tricky ones. And ones perhaps that you wouldn't normally want to ask because you don't want to be rude. But Charlie answers them really well and tells the listeners what would be okay and not okay to ask if they didn't know somebody that well. Here's Kids Pod in action. Hope you enjoy it as much as I did. There are times when it's fun, Ted, yeah. Um, like I said, it's I'm definitely fast and that's fun. Um, it is fun too if I'm out for a really long time or if I'm walking really far. I am in the chair, so my legs don't get as tired as other people. Why 
happens if you go to your mind that you only stash? How do you get out? This is one of the not fun things about being in a wheelchair because if I go somewhere that there are only stairs, I can't go. Uh, this happens a lot, unfortunately. Um, sometimes I'll go somewhere that's supposed to be really fun. I'll go to have a day out with my family, with my son, and we realize that I can't be there. I can't move around there. They only built it for people who can walk around on their legs and not for people who are in wheelchairs. Um, it's really sad. It's really frustrating because usually we just have to leave. There's not... There's not any real good option um, for using stairs or for moving around places that are just not built for me. Unfortunately, it, it just leaves me out. How come you get to not wear a hel helmet and I have to wear a helmet when I'm on the bike? <laughs> this is a really good question. Um, I don't have to wear a helmet because I can sit up in the chair safely. So there are um, armrests on either side of me or there's um, just a little barrier before my wheels. So I can't fall over very easily. The wheels on a bike, because they're in front of each other, you can fall off the side. With a wheelchair, it's set up just like a chair. So it's much harder to tip it over. Uh, my wheelchair also has pretty cool little bars that come down in the back. So if it tips backward, um, I just I'll just stop. I'll just sort of lay and not not actually fall all the way to the ground. I can stay in my chair safely. So really, it's it's just because being in a wheelchair is a lot safer than being on a bike. Um, there are people who are disabled and can't hold themselves up in their chair. Um, so then wheelchairs also have seat belts and things like that. So even if even if we're not as safe in the chair as as I can be, we don't really we don't really ever have to wear helmets. It's game time. What shall we play with these guys? The game I have planned is called Scategories. Have you heard of the game Scategories? No. No, I haven't actually. Okay. It sounds like, it sounds like a mix of category, categories and scat. Do ba do ba ba. I don't know. I don't think. Bo -ba -do -bo -ba. So it is really a game of categories. You get a letter. And you have to come up with a word for each one of the categories that we come up with. Yep. Okay. Food and cooking, music and the art, uh, and arts, ro robots and robotics, recycling, waste turtles and moths. Yeah, got it. Do any of those sound familiar to you? <laughs> Tons of those are based on my episodes and what we've been talking about in certain ones. Exactly. Yep, and there are categories Amy has on her podcast as well. These are some common topics. And so what we're going to do, the way we come up with the letter to start with is very simply, I'm going to ask Amy to just go A, and then in her head, go B, C, D, E, and then you're going to say stop. And whatever letter she's on, that's going to be your letter. Okay. All right, I'm going to start counting now from A. Stop. Oh, that was quick. That's the letter C. So what we're going to do now 
You're going to tell me whatever word pops into your mind that starts with the letter C. Can you think of any food or anything that's related to cooking that starts with the letter C? I don't, I don't know why, but I just thought cake instantly. So that doesn't really have anything to do with cooking, but I don't know. Oh, my goodness. That's so funny, Jack. That is exactly what I was thinking of. I love cake too. That's great. Can you think of a word that's related to music or the arts that starts with the letter C? Um, coloring. Very nice. Ding, ding, ding. So at any point, if you have something interesting to share about that word that you come up with. So let's say something very interesting about cakes that you want to share, or in particular, if there's anything that you talked about in your podcast that has to do with that word, then this is an opportunity for you to share. One thing that I have been thinking about to do with music and the arts that would start with the letter C is Christmas carols. Mm. Um, One of the ladies we interviewed on Kids Pod, her name is Nikki Strauss. She is a singing teacher. And I've also been thinking about re-releasing some of the podcasts I did last year about Christmas. Um, I did one where I interviewed somebody who hosts Carols by Candlelight every year. And we also did one with, um, oh, that's two Cs. Yeah, you're right. Double C. (laughs) And I also did one with one of the elves who works at Santa's workshop in the North Pole. Wonderful. Thank you. How about robots and robotics? Mm, calculating. Ooh, I love it. There's a really obvious one that I think of here, which is um, a professor by the name of Christian Hubihi. Now, if you watch reality TV, he was really famous for being on Survivor. But the reason he was on Kids Pod is he's a robotics professor. So that's a really good episode to listen to if you're into robotics. Awesome. Thank you. And a great letter C answer. <laughs> Okay, how about recycling and waste? Ooh. What's your idea for the chute that goes down the side of the house, Jack? Ah, compost. Ooh, that's a good one. I don't know why, but I just thought if you have a compost bin in your garden and you, we, we did this on the future of housing, I talked about that that would be a cool thing where you could eat your food and then take the seed, it's like, be a, like a seed chute or something, and you put it down the chute and it goes into the compost, it goes into the compost that compost bins made and you put your leftover food in the food chute which goes into the compost bin which creates compost which creates plants by the sun and the rain and and it heats it up you know all that's all that system and then you get more plants and basically it's an infinite supply of food which i thought would be quite cool that's beautiful thank you that's great thank you I'm really into composting too, Jack. That's really funny because that's exactly what I thought of at the same time. Compost is such an important thing in our sort of waste reduction. Certainly in our house, we've become really big on composting and the kids and I are really good now at knowing what things can and cannot go into the compost. Luckily, I live in a town where we have a program called Harv Waste, where our council, another C word, has taken it upon itself to try and reduce our waste to landfill in our town by 50%. And a major way they do this is through composting. So our normal bin used to get collected once a week and now it only gets collected once a fortnight because they want us to put more food and um, compostable waste into the compost bin and that gets collected every week instead. So composting is a great word and it's a great thing to do. It's good for the environment. Everyone should do it. Agreed. 
And the last one for this category, turtles and animals. And I put Mm. turtles in there because of the specific turtles episode, but it could really be animal, any animal starting with the letter C. If it was begin, if it was letter up and it was D, I'd straight away go for deforestation. I can't say that. (laughs) Um, Maybe it'll come up. Yeah. I have caterpillar, which Mm. is a type, something to do with, Let's say a caterpillar is like a worm. It looks like a worm, but it's not exactly the same. It's just sort of the same thing. And then I thought of silkworm. And I thought um, that on my first episode with somebody called Ranger Stew, um, he told us that they found some new type of silkworm that eats plastic. So if you needed any waste, like for plastic, you could just... Um, pop it into your like plastic bin or something and then they could just chomp it all off and eat it. That's great. Wow. So the letter C, when I'm thinking about animals, reminds me of the word conservation. Mm. I think when I was a kid growing up, animals were things you had as pets or you went to see them in the zoo, but you didn't really think a lot about taking care of animals in the wild Um, In fact, as a kid, we were pretty naughty. We used to do things like stomp on snails and squash (laughs) squash ants and things like that all the time, and we never thought about it. Whereas now I think kids are much more aware of the importance of conserving the environment and the ecosystem and looking after wild animals. And this has certainly been a running theme in Kids Pod. We most recently did an animal episode about turtles and why it's important to look after our turtles and some different things about turtles that people maybe had never thought about before like that turtles actually swim really fast Um, but I've also done kids pod episodes uh, with the Taronga Zoo in Sydney and their conservation is also another running theme I think zoos are now very much about teaching kids about the importance of wildlife in the wild, in its natural ecosystem, and it's no longer about humans just going to stare at animals in cages. Now it's about trying to make those spaces that they live in where they have to be in a zoo as much like their natural ecosystem as possible, but also using that as a learning tool so that our kids will be better about protecting all our native and wild animals, including the ants and the snails, um, better than we did when I was a kid. Yeah, that's a great answer. Thank you. That's a great C. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. So listeners, I hope you're playing along and that you came up with your own words, starting with the letter C. Maybe you want to do another round with these categories and maybe just go intentionally for the letter D and hit deforestation. But I want you to know that if you want to play this with your family or friends in the car or in your living room, you can make up your own categories. See, for this mashup, the categories are based on topics covered in Kids Pod and Jack to the Future episodes. But in your life, I'm sure there's lots more topics that you care deeply about. In my family, we love travel, so one topic we love to include is places we've been to. You can come up with a few categories of your own and then play around for each letter. Okay, back to our mashup. We're going to play one more round with our kids, listen, friends about the topics that they and hopefully you care about. All right. Do you want to do one more category? Mm -hmm. Do one more? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm about to start with the letter A. Yeah. Sure. Stop. Oh, that's the letter P. Um, Food and cooking. I don't actually know anything that has to do with cooking 
Pancake. Ooh, that's a good one. The most obvious food I can think of that starts with the letter P is popcorn. We did a really fun Kids Pod episode quite early on in the life of Kids Pod where I interviewed someone who works in a movie theatre and he talked about how much popcorn there is at the end of the day on the floor in the theatre. There is so much popcorn. Um, And the kids also asked him if he gets to have free popcorn as much as he wants to eat because he works at the cinema. And I was shocked to hear that he said that there is too much popcorn that you can eat and because he works in the cinema, he's so sick of smelling and eating popcorn, he doesn't (laughs) like popcorn anymore. I could see that. (laughs) (laughs) How about music and the arts? Letter P. In my bedroom, I've got a canvas I painted with somebody called Kelly who does, um, who's got really good paintings in her house and she does them all from her mind. It's based on what she thinks of. And I, and I did a session with her or I thought all of the bad things in my mind and just scratched it all onto the canvas and then got smaller and smaller mix of um, feeling relaxed and feeling all that, you know, that feeling. And then the bottom, it said relax and it had all these swirly things with loads of paint and things shooting off it at like at the bits coming off a braid at like the, what are those, what are those bits called again um, of that black thing, mum? Yeah, the, the neurons coming off the side of the brain. It was like sending out um, good information in my picture. So I thought, um, yeah, painting cool. would be quite a good one. Okay, great. When I think about the arts and the letter P, I often think about picture books. And that's probably because I'm a picture book author. So, you know, picture books are something that I have loved for many years, even before I became an author. I often will pick up picture books and read them not for my kids, but for myself, because I just find the interaction between the illustrations and the words just so clever and the illustrators are so talented. I've been lucky enough to have several picture book illustrators on my Kids Pod podcast. Um, Let me think, Mitch Bain, who's an illustrator, Um, Oliver P, there you go, there's another P, (laughs) Oliver Pomervan, who's a famous um, author, uh, has also been on Kids Pod and... Andy Griffiths, who you guys might know from the the 13 Story Treehouse series, has been on Kids Pod twice. So, yeah, I just love children's books and children's literature and particularly picture books. So that's what I would think of for the letter P. That's great. Thank you. Um, How about robotics and robots? Letter P. I'm going to say persevering because you have to persevere to keep keep, um, trying and try again to build things and engineer. So I'm going to say persevere. Love it. Thank you. That's a good one. When I think about robots and the letter P and robotics, pricey is what I think of. (laughs) My eight-year-old loves (laughs) robotics, as I said, and they're very expensive. So that's what I think of, price. Price. Price could come (laughs) down for robots. (laughs) Right, sure. And recycling and waste. Oh, can you think of one? Or is it hard, Mum? I would say the same Mm -hmm. one that you said for food, and you can explain why. What did I say? I don't remember what I said for food. Pancake, yeah, okay. Ah, yes. Um, there's this cool recipe. Um, I learned the future of food. I think it was where if you have porridge, leftover porridge, you can make porridge into pancakes, and it's called um, leftover porridge pancakes. That's um, a lot of peas. <laughs> so I thought I think that's a cool one. So you're recycling the porridge. And yeah. making pancakes out of them? Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> great. Sounds good. 
So I'm not sure if you guys have this where you live, but in Australia, we have a recycling program where you can collect certain types of aluminium cans and bottles Mm. and you can take them to these special recycling centres and you put each individual can or bottle into a special machine and you get 10 cents. And so this is a really great way for kids to make pocket money. So one of my kids has suddenly really gotten into doing this. And while this is great for the environment and great for him earning money and taking responsibility for the waste you generate by what you drink and eat, it also makes lots and lots of piles of rubbish all over my kitchen. So I now not only have my compost bin and then the normal rubbish bin and the normal recycling bin, I also have lots of piles now of aluminium cans and bottles that we save up to then take so that the kids can go and earn money. So that's what I think of for the letter P. <laughs> Fantastic. Piles. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so our last letter P is going to be animals or, again, something about turtles. Pufferfish. Ooh, good one. So for this one, I'm going to use a word that people might think is a little bit rude and naughty, and that's the word poo. Every time I do a podcast about animals, those questions about poo. Kids love to ask questions about poo. What does the poo look like? What does it smell like? What's it like to clean the poo? Is there a lot of poo? How much poo do they do? What colour is the poo? Poo (laughs) is a running theme in Kids Pod whenever we talk about animals. Um, I thought it was really interesting. We once did an episode with a dog breeder by the name of Hannah Wolke, and one of the things she said was that people think it's really cute that she breeds puppies, which also start with a Um, and they think it's all just about cuddles and cuteness but she said really the main part about breeding puppies is it's all about cleaning poo and now comes the part of our show where our kids listen friends reveal to you something about themselves that you wouldn't necessarily find out from listening to their podcast it could be something a little more personal a behind the scenes a share could be a blooper could be many things. Let's find out what they shared. It's Amy here from Kids Pod again. Just wanted to say a special thank you to Laura and to Jack from Jack to the Future. It was really fun getting to know your podcast and getting to know you guys. And hopefully we can do something together in the future soon. One of the really interesting things about creating KidsPod is that I get to learn some incredible facts that I did not know. The children on the podcast get to interview people from all over the world who work in a range of jobs from zookeeper to coffee maker, snow patroller to hairdresser, news reporter to wedding photographer. Some of the facts that I've learned from my podcast include that did you know that people who participate in food eating competitions train just as hard as traditional athletes? Or did you know that the idea of turtles being slow is actually a myth? Turtles can be quite fast, especially when they're in the water. Or did you know that rainbow ice cream is actually caramel flavoured? So today I thought I'd play a fun game with you that I came up with based on some of the things I've learnt from Kids Pod. The game is called Two Truths and a Lie. I'm going to tell you three facts that I've discovered from creating Kids Pod, and you have to guess which ones are the truths and which one is the lie. Are you ready? Number one, women who wear headscarves never go to the hairdresser because no one sees their hair anyway. They also can't go swimming. 
Number two, there's always a queue for the toilets on Australian Ninja Warrior as the contestants are so worried and nervous before they start the course. Number three, teachers are not allowed to fart in class because it is rude, so they never do. That's why you have never heard your teacher farting. I'll repeat those for you again. Statement one, women who wear headscarves never go to the hairdresser because no one sees their hair anyway. They also can't go swimming. Statement number two, there's always a queue for the toilets on Australian Ninja Warrior as the contestants are so worried and nervous before they start the course. Statement number three, teachers are not allowed to fart in class because it is rude, so they never do. That's why you have never heard your teacher farting. You'll find the answers to all these facts and statements and you'll be able to figure out which is true and false by listening to Kids Pod episodes number four, 84 and 108. Let me know how many you got correct by writing to me in the comments section of the podcast. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Amy, for introducing me. Reasons for starting my podcast summed out in 10 seconds. Timer on. Ready? Go. Lockdown. Radio show. Jokes. Frank Sinatra. Doc Brown. Time travel. 1985 versus 2015. Questions. Inventions. The future of our planet. Did I do it in time? Yeah? Yeah! So, long story short, during lockdown here in the UK, a lovely man called Bernie used to deliver parcels to our house. And this guy, well, he has the most contagious laugh you've ever heard. <laughs> Every time he came to our doorstep, he would have a chat and he was always so interested in what I had to say. One day, he told us about a radio show that he was presenting and he asked me if I could tell a few jokes that he could record for his show. I was a bit nervous, but, well, this happened. What did the pancake say about the angry pancake? I don't know. He just flipped out. Well, this grew, and so did my confidence. And then I appeared on his radio show every week, giving people advice about what they could do to stay happy during lockdown. I even helped Bernie interview an actor. That gave me my first taste of interviewing someone, and I liked it. I came up with a theme tune, which I sang when I was on the show, inspired by the late, great Frank Sinatra. If you are feeling low, it's a family show. Anyway, the show unfortunately didn't continue, but I was disappointed as I really enjoyed talking to people. So can you guess what happened next? Hmm. <sighs> Hopefully you've heard of the film Back to the Future. Well, Doc Brown, the eccentric scientist and inventor in the film, designs a time-travelling DeLorean car which goes from the year 1985 to 1955, then to 2015. In the film... 2015 looked really futuristic with flying cars and hoverboards, shoes that did themselves up and all sorts of other things. Obviously, we're in 2021 now and while there have been a few inventions like this, you don't really see it every day on the way to school, do you? Nope. So I was curious about what the future might actually be like. I love science, mass engineering, technology and inventing things. I have so many of my own ideas about the future so I figured I'd ask some of my friends what they thought too. They mentioned loads of different things, from robots and cars through to exercise and food. So I thought, awesome, this is an everlasting topic. I'll ask adults what they think too. 
There's a Back to the Future quote, the future is what you make it, so make it a good one. I truly believe that technology and us working together could change the world. With our climate crisis, this is super important, so I've tried to weave this into each episode where I can. And the rest, as they say, is history. Or rather, in this case, it's the future. And with that, we conclude our Kids Know Jack, Let's Pod Into the Future episode. There's so much for us to learn from these wonderful podcasters. They're addressing topics that a lot of our kids' listen friends are now bringing into their shows. And they do it with so much sweetness and humor. I highly encourage you to check them out. A special thanks to Melly from Stoop Kids Stories for creating that snappy intro. And to Miss Lynn for letting us use her Studebaker truck from her Bottle Builder album. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you tune in to the next episode where we meet two storytellers. Stories for Wonderful Children's Dan Wendelin joins forces with Dork Tales actor and voiceover artist Jonathan Cormer. Together, they improv their way into this wonderfully dorky story made just for you. I think you'll love it. Can you imagine? Cause I imagine. I took a notion to make something out of nothing. And I imagined that.